Hey, podcast people. Welcome to my Embrace the Hell Yeah conversation for February. I am sitting in front of the fireplace at my house because I think it's snowed so much lately. I think we probably have uh, like 17 inches on the ground. So I like sitting in front of the fireplace, keeping warm, not having to scoop the snow. How many of you actually use snow scooping or shoveling as a form of exercise. I've kind of started embracing that this year. I don't love it, but it is a good workout. So I find myself uh, getting a very good workout lately here in Iowa. February has been a fun month for me. I've had some great podcasts this month, especially because these three people I've interviewed are just kind of doing their own thing, which I think is great as dietitians. Zach, who is just knocking it out of the park with his podcast, The Latter-day Saint Nutritionist, and his new book, The Creation Code. I also think he's working on another book, which I think is amazing. So if you haven't listened to Zach, learn more about him and listen to that episode. I also talked with Amy, who has got this passion for video, and she does do nutrition videos, but she also does a lot of other great things with her video expertise. And I think that is so brave and bold for a dietitian to really just hone in on those video skills. I know that I'm working on that as well, just being in front of the camera more and more so I can get comfortable. I think Amy does a great job, and there's so many other dietitians that do a great job in front of the camera. And then my last podcast was Sarah. She is just the most passionate person about education and dietetics that I've talked to in a while. She's really stuck it out for this profession. And I think her passion and the way that she just loves what she does and all experiences that she has, she just truly embraces the hell yeah on the day-to-day basis. So if you needed a little pick-me-up or just someone that gets you energized about your profession, make sure to tune into Sarah's episode as well. Recently in my past blog post this month, I talked about how dietitians need to stay in their lane. And I I kind of feel kind of passionate about this because I feel like, yes, dietitians, we're very smart. We have lots of great skills. We know a lot of things. But I think sometimes we try to take on too much that we think we are experts in. You know, I think about my financial advisor or someone that fixes my car or the person that um, helps me, you know, work on things on my home. Those are all experts in their field. They know what they're doing. I don't try to step on their toes by giving out information about their profession. And so I feel very, very strongly about not doing that as a dietitian. I just want to be really good at what I do. And I hope that the rest of you also feel that way. Yes, we can be educated in lots of different things. There are dietitians that are educated in many other fields, but I think that education is the key component. That education and then also that experience, that level of commitment, those years of backing behind what you do and what you say, as well as results. You know, is there a return on investment to all the things that you've done in your in your past or in your career? I think we can marry dietetics with lots of other entities too that isn't health and nutrition related. There are dietitians out there that are probably financial advisors. And I think, hey, you know, the more the merrier. 
But again, they probably have gone through the education to become that dietitian and financial advisor. And so if I wanted to seek out someone that was experienced in finances, and if she happened, he or she happened to be a dietitian, that's great. I think that's just another great connection that uh, I can make with somebody. But as dietitians, we need to focus on our expertise. If that's what you're educated in, that's what you need to focus on. And that's why I think there's this muddy gray area of nutritionists that are out there and registered dietitians because we're trying to be too much of one thing or too much of too many things. Why would someone seek out a registered dietitian if there is nutritionist, if there are people that aren't as educated? And that's the same that goes for someone like a dietitian promoting financial advice or promoting marketing advice without a marketing background or promoting something that they just have self-taught themselves and they don't have that educational backing. So this might be a little bit of a rant, but I think it's very important that dietitians do kind of stay in their lane, let it up to the other experts to teach others about what they need to know, and let's just be really good at what we do. And let's make that gray, muddy area between nutritionists and dietitians less muddy. Let's make it more clear by just being really good at what we do. So I'll move on from that. And I wanted to share with you just a little bit more about why February is my favorite month. A couple, quite a few years ago, I always think about a couple, it seems not that long ago, but a couple years ago, I have talked about this before, went through a lot of things in my life, but particularly a while ago, I ended up uh, getting divorced around December. And, you know, December is supposed to be a really happy time. You're supposed to be wanting to be with friends and family and celebrating and, you know, feeling all the good feels. And that month was just, I didn't want to feel any feels. I didn't want to deal with anything. I just wanted to not be around anybody. So Christmas wasn't that great. New Year's was not that great. And that year, February came around that following year, and I usually celebrate my birthday in February, but I decided I was going to do something a little different. And moving forward, every February, instead of celebrating my birthday, I actually celebrate my New Year's. And I think it's the best way to kick off another trip around the sun. And I try to do it in a way that is not about making resolutions or, you know, all the typical New Year's New Year's type of things that we do, but just really giving myself another year of intention and making sure that I'm living a life with as much intention as possible and to never be in second a rut or be negative about a certain time of year again. And so I really enjoy celebrating my New Year's in February because it's always, again, that time of year where we're after the holidays, the winter's awful, it's like ho-hum time of year. And so it's just the perfect timing to kind of get back into the swing of things, pop a bottle of champagne, which I usually do every year. And then I also read all my joys that are up in my joy jar, which I'm very excited to do. I have it ready to go. And I think that just is a reminder of all the great things that have happened, why I celebrate this beginning of my year, and why I look forward to what the year has ahead. And so 
part of that this year is having intention. I really am going to embrace the hell yeah, live a less stuff, more life, and then also do my best to stay in my lane as a registered dietitian and just be really, really good at it. So I hope you had a great February. Make sure that you tune into the podcast this past month, and I have some great guests coming up this next month, and I look forward to chatting with you again in March.